Eruvin Dafva, the last thing we were discussing was a Maboy that uh, the opening has a wall that is four Amot. We said uh, it needs another Lehi, uh, bigger, smaller, fatter, skinnier, just to show people that there's a Heker. And then we got into Rav Huna Rav Yoshua's statement that if the wall is uh, eight Amot, then okay, then it makes sense that you, you need another Lehi, but if it's uh, seven Amot, then it's already mostly uh, blocked off and it's omed parutz. it's mostly walled and it's uh, kosher just like uh, as that he doesn't need another lehi or korah and we saw Rav Asher, who was even mekel he was even lenient in a wall that has an eight uh, eight amot opening with a wall for amot one way or another either the either the wall is big enough to clo- to make it parutz, or it's not then it's considered a lehi and because it's a mavoi it's a drabanan it's a fake drabanan should be mekel with that we're starting on he'am with the bet the second to last line where by the two dots where it says Amarav Hanin Barava Amarav Maboy Shenifratz Mitzido. You have a Maboy that uh, that was uh, broken into that has a gap uh, on the side. Then you have a uh, ten Amot uh, leeway to work with, and the Maboy is still uh, kosher means it still the iruf still counts. However, Mirosho, if somewhere in, along the lines of the front wall. There's an opening over there, then it's be'arba'a, of four tefahim is the most it can be open. So, like, my asks, my shana mitzido be'aser, why is the side okay with uh, ten uh, amot? Because people just say it's another opening. So, in the front, we should also say it's an opening and it should be mutar. Now, we're talking about a case where the corner was open. Nobody makes an opening on the corner. And that's why it's considered a gap. It's a, it's a broken area and it's not considered an opening and not considered a doorway. Now, the Rav Huna, Amar, Rav Huna says, and we alluded to this uh, yesterday when we, disc- when we were explaining uh, Rav Huna, Rav Yoshua. It's always a four tefahim. Doesn't matter if it's on the side, on the on the, the front. It's always four tefahim. And Tosafot says it has to be on the corner. Uh, the Rosh has to mean on the corner because if you go by, uh, if you go by the front, you know, if here's a crack and there's the actual doorway, no one's gonna leave uh, the uh, the the doorway to go through a crack. So he explains Rosh from the corner. Now either way, don't argue with me uh, in this din. It's always going to be for Tefahim. Because Rav went to the city of Demharia. And he was posek halakha like me. There was a uh, there was a maboy that had a wall that was busted open for Tefahim on the side. And he said it's Asur. Uh, no, you can't prove from that story. Rav found a a hole and he had to gate it. Meaning, he saw a place of Ameratzot. People weren't paying attention to the halacha. People weren't paying attention to to the mitzvot. So Rav was mahmir on them to keep them away from an avera. Now the Gemara explains. It makes sense, like Rav Huna, to say that the opening uh, in, a, in, a, in a mavoy, the gap, the broken pieces are baat fahim. Why? Uh, mavoy that is like an L-shaped. 
meaning it's open on one side of the L and the other side of the L. It's facing that way. Rav Amar Torato Kimfulash. Rav holds that the halachot are like it's uh, it's open from one end to the other, just like a straight line. Amar Torato Kesatum. No, it's just like a it's uh, just like a, like a dead end sort of street. Rav holds it's like a opened uh, it's like an, it's like a street open from both sides, and you need a surata peta from one side. Means you have the two posts and a beam on top, and you need on the other side you need a lehi or a kora, a beam or a post. And this L-shaped mavoi, you would probably need a surata peta at the at the corner of the L. And Shmuelu holds that it's as if a, it's like a dead end street, and it's enough that you make a lehi or a Quran each side, and in the middle, in the middle with the corner of the L, you don't need to do anything. So now the Gemara asks, askinan, how wide is this uh, L-shaped maboy? If you want to tell me it's wider than ten amot. Then you have a problem. Shmuel is going to say in this type of case that it's uh, it's as if it's a dead end street. Since it's bigger than 10 Amot, it's going to be considered one big Mavoy, even according to Shmuel. And Shmuel wouldn't say that it doesn't count as a Mefulash open on both sides. Rather, we have to say that the L, the corner of the Mavoy, has to have Be'aser. We're talking about 10 or less than 10. Rav holds it's open on both sides. So what are we understanding? So according to him, if, if 10 or 9 or 8 Amot is still going to consider it Mefulash, then to him, what's considered a Pirza? Arba'at Fahim. Because if you hold like Rav Hanin, where he said that it's Be'aser Amot, why don't we look at this L-shaped mavoi as if it's two mevoot that are closed off that have an opening on the side, and uh, you, you could say that the aser amot or less is not posel them. Obviously, Rav holds a fourth fahim, and the Gemara answers Rav Hanan He would answer back Shani Hatam b'mavoi akum is totally different. The reason by mavoi akum it's it's the shiurus by arbaat fahim. The because a lot of people walk through that corner of that L. On the other hand, the Mavoy that has a opening, no one goes through that opening. So now the Gemara is trying to be Medayak, trying to understand. Okay, Miklal de Rav Huna, who argued on Rav Hanin Baravani held that it's Arbaate Fahim. Miklal de Rav Huna Savar Afal Gav de Barabim. Uh, even if uh, nobody walks through this four tefah wall, uh, let's say it's a place that's disgusting, I don't know, maybe, maybe there's a trash over there, maybe there's a dirt over there, still it would be four tefahim. So the Gemara now asks, okay, my shana mid Rabbi Ami Rabbi Asi. On Aleph, we said in the name of Rabbi Ami Rabbi Asi, you have the side wall of a Mavoy that has a big opening until 10. And it, ha- but it has a little partition or a little bit piece of left of the wall that reaches to the beginning of the mavoi, three, four uh, tefahim long. The it, the wall is still kosher. 
So why over here you're saying four tefahim? Over there we said uh, ten tefahim, ten amot would be okay if, as long as there's a uh, there's a wall over there. My answer is Hatam Over there, there's a big opening in the wall. That's right. But at the bottom of the wall, there's still something closed. Meaning, okay, it's shorter, but there's at least a wall over there. Over here, it's totally. It was totally raised all the way down to the ground. So over there, it's very hard to go through. Over here, it's very easy to go through. And therefore, Rav Huna over here says four tefahim, and over there, Rav Amin Rav Asis said ten tefahim. Now, by the way, this is going with the first perush in Rashi. Um, Tosafot agrees with that perush, so I went with that perush. Rashi has a, a second perush which uh, changes the entire girsa of the, uh, or the entire back and forth of the sugya. I'm not going to go into it right now, but kid I to look at. Tanu Rabbanan. You have Rishut Rabim in the full sense, um, open on both sides, 16 by 16, I'm too long, uh, wide, uh, 600,000 people, the whole nine yards. How do I make Ayruv uh, over there to let many people carry through? So number one, you make a doorway, two posts and a beam on top, make it look like a door. And you need a lehi and a or a kora on the other side. According to Bechama, you need doors, actual doors on both sides, and when you uh, that are able to close and lock when you when you go through. One side of the Rishut Arabim, you need to make a door that's a regular door, and the other side you can make you could put a lehi, you could put a kora, and that's good. So the Gemara now asks a very basic question: Rishut Arabim me'arva? Could you even do a Ayruv on Rishut Arabim? On top of everything, Rabbi Yehuda said, A person had two houses, and Tosafot says we mean Hatserot, not houses. I have two Hatserot on two sides of Rishut Arabim, and I want to carry between them what I do. I put a lehi on opposite sides of Rishut Arabim. Now it's as if I close Rishut Arabim. I could carry in between. That's not the way to do Rishut Arabim. Rather, you need three walls and a fourth with a lehi or a kora. Now the question here is, how did Hananiah say, according to Bet Hillel, in the right that uh, it's enough if you have a door and a lehi on one side and a lehi and a Quran on the other side. And over here he's telling me, I need three walls. Let's say you want to explain the wording. Uh, uh, this is not the way to do it with the lehi But it, you could do Ayruv with, with doors. Which had a Rashut Arabim 16 wide 
and it uh, had more than 600,000 people go through. If it didn't have doors that lock at night, you would be hayav on carrying uh, as, uh, through Rishut Rabim. And as she explains that the locking of the doors makes it like one big hatser for everybody. And on top of that, the doors of the city of Mahuza, there was, uh, again, there were one facing the other. I mean, it was a, it was like a, it was open on both sides, and there was doors over there. If there wasn't doors on each end uh, locking, then you'd have a problem uh, carrying it through Rishut Arabim. Bottom line is you see that you need doors that are closing in, uh, every night. So had the Tana saying that Braita according to Beti Leil, that's enough, there's a door on one side and Lehi and Korah on the other side. Amar Vyudah, changes the Braita a little bit. He says we're not discussing about the Rishut Arabim itself. Uh, this is what we're saying. How do we do a roof on a maboy that is open from each side to Rashut Arabim? Like imagine a side street that's open to the big Rashut Arabim. How do you do that? You do a doorway on one side of the maboy, and you put a lehi or on the other side. And Rabbeinu Hanel says it's exactly what Hananiah was talking about when he brought down the Mahlok of the Bet Shemayim Bet Hillel. Now the Gemara says, Itmar Rav Amar Hilcheta Ketanakama. Rav says, Halacha is like Tanakama, and we explained that we're talking about the Mavoys that are open on both sides to Rashut Arabim. And we, the only way to do it is with the Tzrat HaPetach on one side and on the other side. And Shumayel Amar Halacha Kehananiah, obviously according to Bet Hillel, that you need a door on one side and a lehi or a kara from the other side. So now the Gemara asks, Ibaya lehu. They asked the Yeshiva the Hananiah eliba de betilel. According to Hananiah, according to betilel, that you need a door on one side. Tzarichlin all or entzarichlin all. Do we have to lock that door or not? And the Gemara brings the proof. Tashema de Amar of Yehuda Mashemuel and not tzarichlin all. You don't have to lock it. Vechen Amar of Matna Mashemuel and not tzarichlin all. You don't need locking it. Some say, We had a case. There was a mavoy that was open on both sides. We don't have to lock it. Do we have to lock that door? These big doors of Nehar the Taiman at Palgayu Be'afra, that they're up there you know, halfway in dirt. And it's not shayach to open and close them. They're stuck. Ve'ayil ve'nafik Moshmuel ve'lo amal lehu ve'lo midi. And Moshmuel would go back and forth through them, and he never told he never told the people of Nehar De'ah nothing. You know, they were they were somech on these doors, and that was it. He never told them it's asur. The Gemara pushes back. Amar Kana Hanach Megufot Avai. Those doors were half closed, so there's what to rely on in that type of case. But if they were fully open, maybe it's not mutar. And the Gemara says, Ki of Nahman, when Nahman came to and he saw those uh, doors, Amar Afrayu, he said, Move the dirt so we'd be able to close the door. Now, also maybe Rav Nachman holds that you have to lock these uh, doors of the the Mavoy Mefulash, and if not, you're not a carry through. 
Gemara says, "Lo, that wasn't the reason." Kevander uyot linol afal pisha eni naalot. They have to just be raui to be called. Even if you don't lock them, you just have to have to be able to lock them. So the Gemara says another story of how mavoi akum. There was a mavoi that was bent, but this one was more of a shape of a het. Look at the picture in Rashi. And Dava ben Adav was in Adav. Rame ale chumre derav chumre de Shmuel vatzrechu adlatot. And the people of Nehardav or whoever lived in that mavoi, they were, I guess, a mahmir like crazy, and they did the Rav's chumrot and Shmuel's chumrot, and they needed uh, doors. And she shows us the the door. The doors were by the corners of the mavoi on the inside, and there was a lechi, I guess, on the outside towards Rishut Rabim. So the Gemara asks, They did like Rav that says, It's like a Mavoy Mefulash. Okay. But Rav said, That all you need to do is Surat Why do you need doors? Why do you need Mamash doors? Just make it look like a doorway and that's it. No. No, they held also like Shmuel that I need doors by Mavoy Mefulash. Okay, then if you're going Shmuel, Vama Shmuel, Torah Tok Satum, then Mavoy Akum has the rules of Mavoy Satum, like at that end. And you don't need uh, you don't need a door, you don't need a Torah Petah, you, you, you could just do a Lech or Korah. So again, they went Kerav, Dama, Torah Tok, and Fulash. In that sense, they went uh, according to Rav, that, that it's like a Mifulash, it's like open from both ways. So they just threw the book on themselves, they were Mahmi with every Humrah possible. So the do we do like two humrot? Always If you want to be mahmil like bet shemai, go ahead. I'll say do whatever you do whatever you want. However, If you're gonna take the leniencies from both sides, you're rasha. If you're going to be strict on every side, the Pasuk says about you, someone who's dumb walks in the dark. If you want to be like Bet Shemai, like their leniencies, and when they're strict, uh, if you want to be like Bet Yilel, be like where they, they're lenient and where they're strict. Now, before we continue, the Gemara asks, Hagufakashia, what we just said with the strict and you could do like whatever you want and all that stuff, that in itself is contradicting itself. You said always halachas like bet hilel. Then you said also you could do like bet shemai. Um, which one is it? Is halachas like bet hilel or you could do like bet shemai? Lakashiakan kodem bat kol. Uh, one of them was before the bat call came and said uh, over there you could you could do whatever you want like bet shamai you could do a bet hilel and when we said after the bat call uh, hashem's voice came out and said that uh, we have to follow like bet or you could explain both uh, situations were after the bat call and that Side with it, and that part of the Brayta that says if you want to do like Bet Shemai goes according to Rabbi Yoshua. He it goes according to Rabbi Yoshua who does it. Delo Mashkach Bebat Kol. He doesn't hold of this whole Bat Kol situation. Uh, we don't, you know, the Torah is not from the Shemaim. Torah is what we learn over here. And if I feel the halacha like Bet Shemai, I can follow Bet Shemai. 
Ve'ibaitima, or you can explain the machloket uh, of what just happened in the Brayta, Bet Shamai, Bet Hillel. Yes, you should only hold like Bet Hillel or not like Bet Shamai. And when they said what does that mean? This is what he means. Wherever you have a machloket of two tanaim or two amoraim, like bet shemai bet not specifically the bet shemai bet Either way. Don't uh, do like uh, this one's leniencies and that one's leniencies. Don't do like uh, don't be strict like this rabbi or like that rabbi. Either pick one rabbi. Either do like one rabbi's leniencies and strictness. Or you do like another, the other rabbi's uh, and you stick to him with his strictness and leniencies. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.